When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Guardian. Before we start the show, we should just warn listeners that this episode of Small Changes covers topics that some listeners might find upsetting, including sexual violence and war. Dans la nuit tragique du 6 octobre 1996, des rebelles ont attaqué notre hôpital à Lemera, en République démocratique du Congo. At the start of December, Dr. Dennis Mugwege received the Nobel Peace Prize, together with Yazidi activist Nadia Murad, for their work against sexual violence in war. En 1999, nous avons créé l'hôpital de Panzi à Bukavu. Dr. Mugwege, a gynecologist, famously founded the Panzi Hospital in Bukavu, in the east of the Democratic Republic of Congo, from where he's cared for tens of thousands of women who have been sexually assaulted in the country's recurrent civil conflict. At Panzi, our program of soins holistic, which comprises medical medical, psychological, one of the many things he's gone on to do is to help bring together women from 16 different countries who've built up a global network that connects survivors of conflict-related sexual violence. For only their second ever meeting, the group got together in The Hague at the end of November 2018 to discuss ways the international community can give recognition and support to those affected. I travelled to The Hague to meet members of the network. While there, I sat down with Vasphia Krasnici Goodman, a survivor from Kosovo. We're victims of the crime. We're no different than anybody else. We still want our rights. We still want to be viewed the same. We can still be part of society. We can still contribute in our communities, in our families, in our countries. We need to be heard. This is Small Changes, a podcast about how sometimes the seemingly smallest change can have the biggest impact. This week we head to the Netherlands to meet a network of incredible women who are fighting to eradicate the use of sexual violence as a weapon in war and seek reparations for those affected. I'm Lucy Lamble. After a quick lunch with some of the members, I sat down with one of the group who told me her story 
and how she came to find this particular network. My name is Vasfia Krasnici Goodman. I'm from Kosovo. I come from a big family. I'm the youngest of nine kids. I'm named after my grandma. Chala was fun, uh, playing with my siblings, with cousins. I loved snow. I got in trouble a lot of times for walking in the snow and getting all of my pants wet and having to go to school like that, but it was fun. Vasfia was 16 when war broke out in Kosovo in 1998. However, the fighting didn't hit her village until the spring of 1999. Everything changed. At that time, my father, two brothers, two sisters, they lived in Germany. I had one brother in Kosovo that he was part of uh, Freedom Fighters, KLA, and two other sisters that they were married, they were with their husband's families. But in our village, in our house at that time, it was me, my mom, and my brother, my youngest one. The Kosovo Liberation Army was an organization which, when it was first founded, sought independence for Kosovo from Serbia and the Federal Republic of Yugoslavia. Following the war, the KLA eventually disbanded. Several of its leaders went on to form political parties, but a number of its members were tried and convicted for war crimes. I don't remember that much. I'm really not sure how we survived that time when the war started in our area. I remember every time we had power, every chance you get, you listen by the TV and listen to the news and see the what was going on in the country. We didn't have uh, phones. It was really hard to communicate with people, but somehow the news will be passed around what was going on in, uh, with the different members of a family, relatives and stuff like that. Visvia remembers a particularly painful time for her family when they were told that her mother's brother had died. I remember my mom, she was devastated. She was really sad that she lost her brother, but then she still had uh, me and my brother to protect and take care of us and try to be strong, but it was really, really hard for her. And it was really hard for me too. I was terrified of the war after I lost my uncle. It wasn't long after hearing of her uncle's death that Vesphia says she herself was attacked. A police officer had come to her family home, apparently to look for her father and brothers. This was the other part of the war too, that uh, we always thought you had to protect the men in the war because it's the men that they want, it's the men that they're going to get killed. So it was always about protecting the men, the husbands, the sons, the brothers. It was never about the females. Vesphia says that she was told she would need to go to the nearest police station to testify that her father and brothers weren't in the country anymore. I remember my mom telling him, don't take her, she's a child. You can take me for the interview. And he said, no, because she's a child and she wouldn't lie. I grabbed onto my mom and she was holding me. She didn't want to let me go. I don't want to, I don't want to go. He grabbed me from my hair, pulled me from my hair into his car, and he took off. Despite her family's best efforts, Vesphia says she was forced into a car and driven away, not to the police station, but to a nearby village, where she was held for several hours and raped by two men. I was released a few hours later. Both of them, they drove me to my village, and they said, don't tell anybody or we'll come after your family. I ran 
across the cemetery and I went to my uncle's yard, my uncle's house, because I don't want to, I don't want to go home. I never wanted to see the place again. When I went there, I found my mom and my uncle and two neighbors just sitting there. My mom crying. And then, I guess, them trying to figure out what to do. Visphere says that she and her mother didn't go back to their home until after the war ended, during the summer of 1999. She reported her case to the KLA, but she says that she wasn't expecting they'd be able to do much. No, I, I knew there wasn't going to be justice, but uh, I guess it was within their protocol when somebody, you know, something happens, that uh, you do give a statement. So and I did that, and I told them that yeah, I was raped, but uh, I didn't think anything was going to happen because the war was still going on. I just wanted to die, but I wanted to tell them what has happened. According to Visphere, she reported her case once again in 2010, and in 2012, the men she accused of her rape were arrested and put on trial. They were found not guilty after the first trial and then subsequently found guilty by an appeals court. But when the case made it all the way to the Supreme Court, the appeals court decision was overturned due to insufficient evidence and questions over the ability to identify her attackers after the time that had passed. The two men were released. In November 2018, a Kosovo special prosecutor, Drita Hajdari, told a TV programme that she had relaunched investigations into Vasvia's case. She made clear that she cannot indict the two men who were accused in the first trial, but this time she will investigate the chain of command responsible in this case. So basically after I lost the case in the court, I figured there's nothing I can do justice-wise, but at least I can bring awareness, I can tell my story and get it out of my chest basically. After the break, we'll hear more about why Vasvia decided to fight and how this led her to join the Network for Survivors of Sexual Violence. I think it helps to talk and to have other people listen. We don't always need advice. We don't always want advice. But it's really, really good to have just somebody be there and know and understand that it was not your fault what happened to you. We'll be back after this. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. Tired? 
Today in Focus is a new Guardian podcast that brings you closer to our journalism by getting behind the news every weekday. You'll join me, Anushka Astana, talking to people at the centre of the big stories impacting our world. We'll use personal perspectives and expert analysis to put you at the heart of what matters. Listen to Today in Focus and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you choose to listen. Welcome back to Small Changes. I'm Lucy Lamble. This week I'm in the Netherlands talking to members of a global network of survivors of sexual violence in war. Before the break, we heard from Vasvier Krasnici Goodman, a survivor of sexual violence from Kosovo. After the war, she moved to America and married her first husband. I became a mom at 19. I was a very young mother, but I'm thankful for that because that's what gave me hope and power and courage and everything to fight. I wanted to do something that what happened to me would not happen to my daughters or somebody else's daughters or anybody's anywhere in the world. Vesvia found social media helpful in processing what had happened to her. In 2017, she wrote an open letter aimed at the men she says raped her. It was not sent to them, it was not meant for them to read it or see it, but it was just an open letter basically expressing what they'd done to me and how they affected my life and how I've been living since then. So I did that and um, I got a lot of uh, support from my friends, from family, from people that they never heard my story before. And that's when I decided that uh, I needed to do something. It was through an organization in Kosovo that Fisfia got to know about the Mukwege Foundation. I guess in Kosovo we do have uh, organizations that they help the rape survivors, uh, one of them being the Kosovo Rehabilitation Center for Tortured Victims. So I'm a part of that. Through them, I got to join the Mukwege Foundation, and now I'm a member. Straight away, she felt a connection with the other survivors. Very much so, even though, yeah, we all have different cultures, different beliefs. We have more in common than we don't have in common, I believe, because we all know what it's like to go through something so traumatic in your life and try to move on and see yourself as a survivor. It helps to talk and to have other people listen. We don't always need advice. We don't always want advice. But it's really, really good to have just somebody be there and know and understand that it was not your fault what happened to you, that it was out of our control. You need the support of the family and friends to really make you feel like you're a survivor. So now that the group are together, their message is simple. So basically we want to bring awareness, okay? And we want to advocate to all the countries all around the world where there's a conflict, war going on, that uh, there is help out there. They need to be heard. They need to fight for justice. They need to fight for reparation. It's a big movement and I just hope we get it even bigger and we're able to reach every country in the world. And what would you like people to understand that you think at the moment maybe people don't fully appreciate about what you're trying to do as a group and and what you've been through? We're victims of a crime. We're no different than anybody else. We still want our rights. We still want to be viewed the same. 
we can still be part of society, we can still contribute in our communities, in our families, in our countries. We need to be heard. For Fasfir and the others, Dr. Mugwege being awarded the Nobel Peace Prize is a boost to the whole group and what women all over the world have been working so hard for. Dr. Denise Mugwege won in the Nobel Prize. I think that has brought so much attention to the world that uh, I really do believe that the uh, organization is going to move forward very fast and reach all the countries out there. And he and his foundation are very keen that survivors are leading the conversation. That's very true because nothing about us without us. So we have to be part of everything that's all the negotiation, everything that goes on. The uh, survivor's voice has to be there. Later that evening, Dr. Mugwege addressed the crowd who'd gathered for a discussion on reparations and next steps, topped off with a special musical performance by the Survivors Network. Your Majesty and Your Royal Highnesses. He thanked the Grand Duchess of Luxembourg and King Willem Alexander of the Netherlands for choosing to highlight the importance of stopping rape being used as a weapon of war. And I hope you will help us to let this idea to become a reality. And he had an impassioned message for the survivors with whom he's worked so closely. To the survivors, thank you for not giving up and showing us the way. You don't give up, will not give up, will stand with you. Thank you so much. To finish off the evening, the survivors gathered on stage to perform a song they'd produced together. My name is Darcy Adman, the founder of Make Music Matter. We work in service with Dr. Quaggy and the Quaggy Foundation. The song, Little Bird, was written with the Make Music Matter organization. Now the point of the music, it allows the women to tell their stories in the way they want to, directly to the whole world. So now you can go anytime on your phones, stream it, download it. All the royalties will go to the group they own the rights to their art. Now would you please welcome our beautiful artists to perform a different version of Little Bird tonight. anyone wishing to download the song, there'll be a link to where you can do so on this week's episode description on the Guardian website. Special thanks to Vesphia Krasnici Goodman for sitting down with me and telling me her story. But for now, I leave you with the global network of sexual violence survivors. Small Changes is produced by Danielle Stevens. I'm Lucy Lamble. Thanks for listening. podcasts from The Guardian. Just go to theguardian.com slash podcasts. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.